Hey there, folks. This is the Marine White Audible. I am Ethan Lee. I didn't extend anything there, not intentionally at least. Um, you are listening live from... I don't know where you're listening from, actually. <laughs> I'm recording this live from... Um, again, this isn't live. Basically, I'm recording this in my new studio setup, which is not a studio setup. It is a uh, the master bedroom closet for my apartment. Um, I've got a clothes hamper in here. There's a, actually like a small stool um, that my wife like uses this stool, I think, to sit on or to reach things on the top shelf. It's a very small footstool. But I realized that if I sat on the stool, that the clothes hamper that's in here is tall enough to essentially be a desk. Um, not only that, but this room is also really quiet. So things are great in here. I don't know what the acoustics are like. But this gives me an opportunity to get out of my wife's hair. I'm out of her way. She's able to work. I'm able to record. And I'm able to do it in a functional space that is very, very warm. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I've got a glass of water. So, I'll be good. Um, on this Burn White Audible, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened this past week. I just hit clothes hangers. Don't know if that's going to show up. We're going to talk about this past week of SEC. We're going to talk about um, AP rankings. A little interesting stuff there. We're going to talk about some Bill Snyder comments. Some Snyder remarks. Um, that's a great idea for a podcast. Snyder remarks. Just a podcast of Bill Snyder. We need to make that happen. Um, and then go into some of the, the interesting storylines for Mississippi State in this coming week. Uh, going into tomorrow, we'll do some SEC preview stuff, and then like on Friday, we're going to do, tomorrow being Thursday, depending on when you're listening to this, on Thursday we're going to go through some SEC preview stuff, on Friday we're going to go through Mississippi State preview stuff, um, and then soon we're going to be getting videos going again too. I don't know when that'll happen. Probably this next week is when it'll happen, if I had to guess. I'm still still getting my schedule ironed out and getting college football season started. Everything's kind of hectic. Everything's kind of busy. Things are going pretty good. So don't mind me. I'm just drinking water. Nothing else. Just water right now. I am trying to get in better shape. Also, it's very hot in here. Lemonade would be great for this. So specifically looking at the SEC this past week, there wasn't really anything overly notable. Um, had a whole bunch of teams win, and then there were a few interesting games to me, um, but nothing was truly spectacular. You've got AM bringing Northwestern State to College Station. That's a big win for AM. You've got South Carolina bringing in Coastal Carolina. Big win for South Carolina. Old Miss actually played what started as an interesting game and then just kind of got out of hand. Um, Texas Tech and Houston. Not a whole lot of fans there for either side, but an uh, interesting matchup all in all. Um, and the Rebels won by 20 points. A lot of people are saying oh, that, oh, you know, they beat this Power 5 team. They beat this really good offense. And yeah, they did. They did. Um, those are two things that are definitely true. But that's also still Texas Tech. Uh, the Red Raiders are still finding answers for questions that I think they didn't know they necessarily had. Um, and Texas Tech had their, uh, starting quarterback's ankle bent weird ways. This one, 
I don't, I, a lot of people are going to say oh, that, oh, this is a trend, oh, this is a thing. Uh, this one was kind of just happenstance, I think. Just bad tackle. Um, wasn't necessarily intentional. Some would argue that Nick Fitzgerald's injury linked to this one. I, I don't think they are. Um, but as a whole, you know, it's a notable win, but it, it's nothing, nothing truly spectacular. Texas Tech is not going to be a good team this year unless things radically change going forward. Um, Georgia, easy win against Austin P. And here was the most interesting game of the week for the SEC. Auburn taking down Washington. Um, this was one of the best games probably in all of college football this past week. Um, the Auburn Tigers, very physical team, clearly showed how physical they're going to be against a very good Washington team. Um, now, I don't know how good the Huskies are just yet. I think that's hard to determine, um, especially for someone who hasn't studied Washington. I, I don't know anything about Washington at all, other than they, uh, they're they from Seattle and the state of Washington. But Auburn Tigers, very physical team up front. Um, Jarrett Stidham made enough plays. There's nothing spectacular there. Let me pull up the box score of that, actually. Here we go. This um, was a back-and-forth affair. It was a very close game. Um, Jake Browning played very well, did everything he could. It wasn't enough. Auburn's a very, very good team up front. Um, Jake Browning threw for 296 yards, specifically, uh, shout out secsports.com. Um, a touchdown and interception. Jarrett Stidham, on the other hand, made enough plays and had enough of a defense backing him. Um, although Washington's defense played really, really well. That, that, not to take anything away from them, Auburn's defense just played a little bit better. Um, the Tigers got 273 passing yards, a touchdown, no interceptions there. Um, and then rushing-wise, I don't see... Huh, they don't have a total. Um, they didn't have a running back... Neither, neither team actually did have a uh, running back over 100 yards. So, But all in all, this was a good performance from two very good quarterbacks. Probably both going to be drafted uh, pretty high. First couple of rounds, I would guess. Um, it was a very entertaining game. If you missed this one... Go find a place to watch it. I would never say go check out YouTube.com because I, I, no, don't, don't bootleg anything. But, uh, I don't know if that's bootlegging. That's not necessarily bootlegging. Um, yeah, just go watch this game. If you've got, watch ESPN, you can probably pull it up there. This was a very fun game to watch. Uh, West Virginia, Tennessee, not so fun. Big West Virginia win. Kentucky, Central Michigan. Interesting in that Kentucky only won by 15 points on their home field, but that's not a surprise from what we've seen in the past. Um, Missouri beat UT Martin big. Arkansas beat East Illinois, Eastern Illinois? EIU, I know it's something Illinois. It's East or Eastern, I'm not sure. Uh, gosh. Um, that was a big win there. Mississippi State, as we all know at this point, huge win there. Um, that's very similar to having a big one, by the way. Florida, another big blowout against a small team. Vanderbilt, solid win over Middle Tennessee. Then, gosh, Louisville got steamrolled. Steamrolled. Absolutely steamrolled by Alabama. Which then leads us to 
the second most interesting game from the SEC this week, and that is LSU's win over Miami. Um, statistically, neither of these teams were very good. But it doesn't matter how statistically good you are if you're still winning by 16 points. Um, at least not in that game. And the national perception, we, we can talk about that, like, perception of how good you really actually truly are. Uh, various analytics can, like, go through and measure those sort of things. Um, S&P Plus, probably pretty good at that. But uh, Miami, I think they, they've got a lot of questions now about who they are, what they are, how good they are. LSU got ranked pretty highly after this, and we'll get them get there in a minute. Um, but the Tigers just kind of handled their business here. They didn't make mistakes. Miami did. The Tigers went and scored touchdowns, whereas Miami got a couple of field goals here and there. Um, and the Tigers just, you know, didn't, didn't commit any errors, whereas Miami committed quite a few. Um, you've got Malik Rozier throwing 35 total passes, only completing 15 of them, and throwing two touchdowns, or one touchdown, two interceptions in the process. That's just not going to do it for you when, when you are struggling to run the ball as well. Um, nobody got more than 38 rushing yards for the Hurricanes. So... There was no help for Rozier there. there. There was nothing going on offensively for the Hurricanes. And then when you look at LSU, it's not like their offense was really all that great either. Uh, Burrow, their quarterback, 11-24, um, 140 yards, no touchdowns, but no interceptions. Um, then you get to their rushing stats. They've got Brosset running for 125 yards, two touchdowns. So Burrow at least had that to compliment him, Rozier had really nothing happening there. Um, and just all in all, LSU got a big win in a game where Miami made a lot of mistakes. So it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward with the uh, with the Tigers. Um, it's going to be weird to see what happens with Miami, just because I, I'm not I'm not expecting them to be ranked very highly going forward after this next week. I think things are going to start to uh, come out from under them a little bit. They're ranked number 8 going into that game. LSU is ranked number 25. LSU won by 16 points. So that's that's the story there. It's a very interesting... You could probably make it a case study of like perception versus reality in college football. And um, at least it could be a case study by the end of the season. So... Moving away from that and talking about some sort of perception stuff. AP top 25. Boom, boom, boom. Week two. Here we go. Mississippi State doesn't move. They win big. And they don't move. And that's not totally surprising. I would think that they maybe like would have moved up a spot or two. But nothing really happened. Um, the do, 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 do. Let's pull up the poll itself. Yeah, nothing happened. You can go read Justin Strong's breakdown of it at Marina White Nation. Just go look there. Um, but just as a whole, Mississippi State doesn't move. Nothing nothing happened there one way or the other. Um, the two teams we were just talking about, Miami dropped from 8 to 22. The fact that they're still ranked is astonishing to me. And then you've got LSU jumping from 25 
up to 11. Which, that's that's not an overreaction at all. Not, nope. No way. That's bonkers to me. Um, you've got seven SEC, team, SEC teams in the rankings this week. You've got, one, I think, five of them from the West, maybe? Four of them from the West. Alabama 1, Auburn 7, LSU 11, so that's three, maybe four. Mississippi State, yeah. Four from the West, that's really good. Um, and then every team in the West at least received votes, with AM getting votes, Ole Miss getting votes, and then Arkansas getting... Oh, no, that's not Arkansas. That's Arkansas State. Never mind. <laughs> Six of the seven teams. Um, Florida and South Carolina snuck in at 24 and 25. Not really all that surprising. Name brand of Florida. Um, and they got a big win. So, But to me, Miami, definitively overrated. And uh, looking at LSU... Probably a few spots too high. I'd put them about 15. Um, 15 to 20 is, is probably the range of which like I would put LSU without having to go through and like break down each spot. Um, we don't know how good their quarterback is. We don't know how much of that win is simply from, you know, Miami's mistakes. Um, and we're going to find out all of that over the next few weeks. But LSU is a big name. LSU has a uh, long history of success. And you combine those things with a dominant win when there's no other games happening. Everybody's watching that game. Um, nationally televised. Neutral site. Two big names. It, it's not all that surprising that LSU jumped that high. I don't agree with it. Clearly, I do not agree with LSU being at 11. Um, if you're going to go for ranking them, 15 to 20 makes more sense to me. Um, but they won big, and you have to you have to acknowledge that. We'll find out just how good they are, whether or not they are for real, which a lot of people are, have already gone out of their way to say that, oh yeah, LSU, they're going to compete for the college football playoff in 2018. Yeah, it, I don't I don't think so. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, if LSU is good, good for them. Like, honestly, good for them. The fact that Ed Orgeron is able to turn all of that sort of mess around like that, that uh, that steaming pile of poop, and, and they weren't steaming pile of poop. They were a pretty good program. Um, their study under Les Miles. Uh, the fact that if, if they are truly the 11th ranked team in the nation, then good for Ed Orgeron. Congrats, like, sincere congrats to that. Um, I just, I don't buy it just yet. I need more evidence. But, uh, yeah. Speaking of old coaches that make comments, Bill Snyder had some interesting comments to say about the uh, the Mississippi State football team, specifically uh, Nick Fitzgerald. Um, there was a video that was tweeted out by... WIBW's Tyler Griever, and it's from a press conference of some sort. Um, but Snyder was very high on Nick Fitzgerald's leadership abilities. He was very high on complimenting everything that Fitzgerald has done and how his teammates respond to Fitzgerald. 
that's a great thing for someone like Bill Snyder, who has been around the college football block, proverbial, wrote about this, used that same phrase. Um, that's a great thing to hear. Snyder's been doing this since the dawn of time, and he's out here complimenting your quarterback, who, coming off suspension, um, but for him to compliment directly the leadership and then also the playmaking ability, but the leadership first, that's what you want to hear. And that helps change the narrative of everything that's floating around Nick Fitzgerald, because Ole Miss fans were quick to come out and start hammering him. Um, but that, that changes sort of the, some of the narrative and helps helps push that aside, uh, especially with the way that Fitz has handled the suspension. Um, but a more interesting Bill Snyder comment was having to do with how um, the uh, the Wildcats played on, was it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Um, Kansas State, for those that don't know, Kansas State opened up the season against South Dakota. And uh, South Dakota's a FCS team. Not very good. Um, and Kansas State struggled with them. They only won against the Coyotes a total of three points very late in the game. That's not very good. Not very, not very good. Um, apparently, Bill Snyder comes out and says that he doesn't think his team, uh, his players, were adequately prepared uh, to face... I, I, I'm paraphrasing here. Um, the, here's the quote right here. Bill Snyder says he doesn't think he had his players prepared to play tonight. Um, that's interesting. And then the translation from a tweet from at GPC Wallace, who is GoPowerCats.com's Ryan Wallace. Um, they've been doing a lot of extra homework on Mississippi State, supposedly. So, that leaves us with a few distinct possibilities. And I, you know, I wrote about this too, go read it, yeah. Um, one, that horrible, that just horrible performance where Kansas State beat South Dakota 27-24 simply happened because Kansas State was overlooking an eager opponent in order to get better prepared against a significantly tougher foe for week two. And that's option one. Option two, um, Snyder recognized that his team wasn't adequately prepared in week one and just is saying that subsequently we're going to be more prepared going down the line. Option three, you've got <laughs> this, this fun sort of scenario of um, they intentionally looked bad, and then still came away with the win, um, in an attempt to sort of sandbag Mississippi State, and tricking them into thinking, like, just overlooking this game, and coming out and boom, winning, um, against the Bulldogs. I don't, I don't think that's the one, and the other possibility I came up with, um, was that Kansas State just wanted Kansas to feel better, so they intentionally played poorly. Also, don't think that's it. Um, it's just a weird remark to make. Could be coach speak. Could be as simple as, "Oh, we weren't prepared last week, so we're going to be prepared next week." Coaches say that sort of stuff all the time. Um, I, I don't really, I don't really know specifically what's going on here, but uh, it's just an interesting remark to make, um, implying that you weren't prepared against your first opponent 
in hopes of being better prepared against the second. It just it doesn't make much sense to me. Um, and and something's just off there. It's possible that the uh, the Wildcats truly did just have been preparing for Mississippi State. I just don't know yet. So. Okay, we're at about 20 minutes. We're going to talk about some interesting storylines later. I have a class this afternoon in an hour, actually. Need to get to. Um, we're going to talk about some storylines to keep an eye on for Mississippi State tomorrow. Um, and we're also going to talk about some SEC preview stuff tomorrow as well. So, this is the Ruin White Audible live from Ethan's Closet. Yeah, I'm Ethan Lee. Um... This is the Maroon One Audible, as I as I just said in my bad announcer voice. Um, I am sitting in a studio of sorts. It's a closet in my path. Like it's the closet that's attached to the bathroom that's attached to the master bedroom. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. This is very professional. I always appreciate y'all listening. Uh, I, I truly do mean that. Um, if you have questions, go tweet them at me at either at l e e e t h a n j letter J. Um, Lee, Ethan, J, or just Ethan Lee, if you can find me on Twitter. Um, or at MWN underscore podcast, uh, the Marine White Audible. You can tweet stuff at me there. Because I love answering questions, I really do. Um, and later this week, probably Friday, going to do a question segment. Specifically, I'm going to tweet out, hey, send in questions, and then I'll answer whatever comes in. But if you've got just questions that you want me to answer, just send them in. Um, again, my name's Ethan Lee. I appreciate y'all listening in. Go over to Moon and White Nation. Um, check out this podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, and what's the other one? Google Play. Google Play. Google, blah, blah, blah. Words. Thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one.